Well, I know everybody predicted this in April. Ole Miss in the College World Series. And uh, Mike Bianco punches his uh, second ticket trip to the CWS. And uh, he will be back in Oxford with the contract extension. You just never know. It is crazy. Sports, life. Ole Miss rolls through the Hattiesburg Regional and dominates Southern Miss. I mean, it just wasn't close. Uh, Southern Miss didn't even score a run. And um, Ole Miss is hot. They're 5-0 and in the postseason and doing everything right. And Mike Bianco now, after all the text I received from you guys, um, post-March 14th to whenever they got it back together, uh, Mike Bianco, it's official, is now a genius. We are live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is driven by your next pre-owned or new SUV or truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. MackHikeFlowood.com. We welcome in Parrish Alford, Ole Miss Insider. Uh, no one has covered Mike Bianco longer. And uh, DJournal.com, their Facebook page, um, Ole Miss Discussion with Parrish Alford and Michael Katz. They're... They fresh content like every other hour on there. Old Miss discussion with Parrish Offord and Michael Katz. Parrish, uh, what a weekend for Mike Bianco. I tell you what, I thought your question about we've been playing it all, we've been dropping the audio all morning. Your question to Mike on social media and detractors, his answer, usually we don't get much from coaches this day and age. Not sure we ever really have. But um and look, there's a lot of milk toast with with Mike, but and other coaches. But I thought his answer was spectacular. That hey, I use it and then I'm out and I don't get bogged down in it. And it just showed a lot of perspective and balance and maturity. Your thoughts? I thought it was a great answer, and uh, you know, it was a better answer than I thought I'd get for that question. And and I thought I would get more of the. Uh, Mike Bianco talking about, yeah, I know you got to ask that and da da da, you know. <clears throat> but I really thought it was a good answer in the sense that most coaches are going to tell you, not all of them, but a lot of them are going to tell you they don't pay attention to social media. Well, certainly, you know, the Mike Bianco we know is the personality doesn't fit some social media star. It's not surprising that he doesn't spend a lot of time on social media. But the answer lets you know that he knows what's out there. Uh, he knows what's out there, and and it bothers him as it would bother anybody because you know he referenced uh, his players and his family. So I, I thought it was a very uh, a very complete answer, a very fair answer. And yet, at a time when he was under, I think more pressure than he's ever been on in, under post March fourteenth, because Mike is. Has, has so much perspective and I think just life experience and coaching experience at a time when it could have gone the wrong way, Parrish, Mike Bianco blocked out the static and noise and here we are, Ole Miss going to the College World Series. How about that? Uh, it's, yeah, it certainly could have gone either way there, Bo. And, and you look at this season, I heard you say uh, in jest about how many people predicted this uh, in April. A lot of people predicted this in February. You know, <laughs> this was where this team was supposed to end up. But what is, it's been such a strange season. 
and you can look at it as glass half full or glass half empty. You can say, man, how did this team with all of these veteran offensive players, key players from 2021, uh, you know, how were they so ineffective? You know, how were they uh, so much less than they were a year ago for most of this season? I mean, this team, you play 30 SEC games, man, through 21, they were 7-14. and 14. <laughs> You know, where was where was this offense? But I thought, you know, you hit on the pitching, which was really good. Now, look, take into effect here, this was a very good Southern Miss team, and you have all these people who want to compare Conference USA numbers and uh, SEC numbers. I think too much is made of that, all right? But it is something that needs to be considered and, and discussed here. Now, look, that Southern Miss offense, they didn't win those games against LSU 2-1. to one. They scored some runs. You know, they were better in that Hattiesburg Regional. LSU is not one of the better pitching teams in the SEC, but Southern Miss was good in that regional offensively. Yeah. All right. And uh, and Ole Miss just, you know, they outpitched this Southern Miss staff that everybody was talking about. Now they didn't hit missiles off of Tanner Allen yesterday, but they made contact. They put the ball in play and they found some holes. And I thought for two games in Hattiesburg, this Ole Miss offense looked, and really the regional in Miami as well, this Ole Miss offense has looked so much more like last year's offense when when they did not rely solely on the home run. They didn't hit a home run until like, what, the eighth inning yesterday, T.J. McCants? Right. It was only home only home run of the Super Regional. But they looked much more like an explosive offense in this super regional as opposed to what they looked like when they were losing games which was an offense that just was trying to win with the occasional solo home run uh i think you nailed it there parish offered Ole miss insider on the out of bounds show in the corona premier guest line Ole miss punches their ticket so it's Ole miss in arkansas on that side of the bracket and we'll see what happens with oregon state and auburn and stanford and yukon and then the other side is set. Texas, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. And so that's where we are. We're waiting on two more teams. And Ole Miss plays the winner of Auburn and Oregon State. And and boom. I mean, I. so now, I mean, what a turn of events. People had Bianco left for dead in April. Or part of March and April. And, and now... Parrish, he's going to be back with with a full contract extension, don't you think? He, well, he is going to be back. I mean, you know, look, I mean, he, he's done what everybody wants him to do, man. He's, he's got him to Omaha. I, I guess if he gets to Omaha, you know, a little more regularly, it'll be when are you going to win the national championship? I mean, you know, but that has been the discussion. So he's done what everyone, what all of the detractors have wanted him to do, which was get to Omaha. So. I would imagine that you uh, you bring him back and, and you give him that extension. But uh, I was just looking, running some numbers here a, a little bit ago, and uh, I saw a comment uh, on social media that referenced Mississippi State's recent success, and, and that's a big part of this discussion, big part of the And it said, well, uh, Bianco's now, he's only gone, you know, two times in 22 years. All right. Bianco now has gone two times in eight years. All right. If you look at the 22-year window, 
and you hold him accountable for 22 years, well, let's look at the Mississippi State 22 window, no, 22 year window. In those years, there have been five times that Mississippi State did not qualify for the SEC tournament. All right, three times in 22 years, Ole Miss did not qualify for the SEC tournament. So in that discussion, you have to decide if you want to look at 22 years or if you want to look at a revamped program, uh, a shorter window where the program really is elevated. Now, you know, for Ole Miss baseball and for Bianco, there was a gap, man, after those early 2000 teams when they went to three straight supers and they went to supers three out of four and never got over the hump. They went about five years where they were just okay. They weren't hosting regionals. Um, then they made the run in 2014, and the next year they were two and out, uh, I think, at UCLA. I think they went out there. They went out west somewhere. So you, you had that kind of gap. Now these last few years, the, the program has revived. Three straight Super Regionals again, uh, second time in his career, and, and now he's gone to four Super Regionals in eight years, and he's won two of them. So he's, he's two and two in those four super regionals. He, you know, you have to decide whether you want to look at revived Ole Miss baseball after that gap, or if you want to look at 22 years. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. But the bottom line is he'll be back and with a fat contract. But And then there's still more ball to play. I mean, he could be a national champion. He could win for a while. Who knows uh, how, it will all, how it will all play out. I, I think DeLucia and Elliott, I mean, look, it, this is the key. Um, th- those two guys uh, were sensational last weekend. Uh, they pitch really well down the stretch. They've got a one-two. You can go to Omaha and win uh, like that. I mean, you could argue Mississippi State had a starter and a half last year, and they won it. So, to me, this is Delucia, and there's some other factors, but this is Delucia and Elliott. You agree or disagree? I think it's it's hard to win without that third starter. You know, and and maybe you don't. You know, maybe you get in that winner's bracket and you win a couple of games, and then you get the time off, and, and then you can manage your pitching that way. And certainly that's what a team like Ole Miss needs to do because they don't have that lockdown third starter. 
But when you do, man, it just it creates so many so many possibilities for you. And maybe that guy's not starting a game, but you've held him back, and and and, and then he comes in and, and throws five innings out of the bullpen. I mean, just having that depth, whether you call it a third starter or whatnot, just really uh, really changes things. And uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for Ole Miss unless they win those first two. If they can stay in that winner's bracket and uh, take advantage of the schedule then and the time off and everybody else using pitching, it changes things. Just like a regional. It's different, different setup. But when you win those first two games of a regional, uh, you're in a really good position. Now, the super regional was kind of more set up for Ole Miss and a team that doesn't quite have the pitching depth. I mean, there's so much talk before this regional of uh, Ole Miss needs to win it in two. Well, you know, that was going to be their best chance, and they took advantage of it. Yes, they did. Um, all right, so uh, they'll monitor today, you know, Oregon State and Auburn, and even Stanford and UConn, just because you are you always want to know who's on your side of the bracket. Arkansas's already there. And um, when are you heading out? Well, Michael and I will leave on Wednesday sometime. We'll get uh, get there for the Thursday media day, and you know, I'll uh, learn my way around again. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll. It's so awesome, everything about it, um, and except the rain delays. But uh, other, but you've. I can't imagine how many you've been involved in that over the over the last twenty five years or however long you've been covering sports. But yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So. Um, as far as at the plate, yeah, I thought they were, there was, like you said, the Southern Miss pitchers were able to keep the ball in the ballpark for the most part, but eventually Ole Miss was going to chip away. They just put too much pressure on you from top to bottom. And even when a guy like Elko's not performing or Gonzalez, they've just got so many other guys, Parrish. Well, they have in the last five games. They have in this winning streak and this this more success they've had at the end of the season. There were a lot of those guys, man, who were not producing much of the season when they were when they were losing games. I mean, you could look at batting averages that were down relative to last year. I mean, Jacob Gonzalez, even you know, below three hundred. That's a guy you think is going to be around three fifty, uh, but he was doing a lot of other things. But you know, guys who contributed more offensively. Last year, you know, so uh, a Hayden Dunhurst, a Hayden Leatherwood. I mean, there there were guys that the the numbers, the the confidence just did not seem to be there. I talked with uh, Mike Clement about it during the season, and you know, he said they were just struggling to find consistency. You know, that they, they couldn't seem to put uh, uh, quality at bats together, whether that was uh, over the course of a game or over the course of a series. They just weren't able to be as consistent as they were a year ago. But but they found themselves, and, and it hasn't always been about offense in this stretch. It's been about pitching as well. I mean, you you know uh, the reputation, well-earned reputation of that Southern Miss staff and what those guys have been able to accomplish. Well, they were outpitched in this Super Regional by two guys who, you know, had to win their jobs in the middle of the season. You know, Dylan DeLuca wasn't even mentioned. wasn't even mentioned in February. I uh, didn't know what his role might be. He he wasn't, you know, considered. I guess one of their A-list guys. Hunter Elliott was an intriguing 
young freshman coming in, uh, but he was like a fringe candidate for an SEC rotation spot then. Uh, he didn't start out there, spent some time in the bullpen. And even when he got into the rotation against Kentucky, you know, there was still some growth to occur. I mean, he didn't stay in the rotation. You know, he fell out, he came back, you know, but he's really kind of uh, – he's had the growth that you hope a freshman of his ability will have. So, Parrish offered on the Out of Bounds show. Um, I know Katz has taken over a lot of the game-to-game. You were uh, moved into another role. But I know you know Mike Bianco about as well as anybody in the media. Um, you know how much I respect him. and and But, you know, d- during that, I mean, there was some, some dark days during March and April. Parrish, I guess this guy's such a veteran – and and can stay. This is, I mean, what an asset and, and a compliment and a, and a. He just stayed. The task at hand. He stayed focused on the task at hand, and it didn't lose the locker room. The veterans refused to to not attempt to get it right. I mean, look after they got beat by by Mississippi State on that Sunday, just because of the way that thing has rolled the last whatever it's been six years or so. That could have been an easy time for everybody to fold tent and for a lot of the guys to start thinking about the Major League Baseball draft, Parrish. It could have. And, uh, you know, they come back and then they, they, they win the Governor's Cup game against State. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of that game after the series. I mean, the series is where your focus should be. Uh, but the bottom line, it is on the schedule. So, so you did go two and two. But you're right, the way that series went, you know, at that time and the struggles you already were having, you know, that the the governor's cup would have been a <clears throat> would have been a good time to just, you know, turn it off and, and focus, put your focus elsewhere. I think uh I think the fact that this team did not uh speaks to Tim Elko and Kevin Graham and, and some of those guys as as much as it does uh Mike Bianco. Uh but uh Together, they were able to find it. Now, they, they waited until the last possible minute, but uh, <laughs> but they got there. It's amazing. It's just a remarkable story. Uh, Parrish for djournal.com, Ole Miss Insider on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Blake, you got a question for Parrish? Yeah, Parrish, I know that it's impossible to weigh intangibles, and it's the blessing and curse of sports. It's why we love it, but it's also that thing that prevents it from being a science. Do you put any stock into the idea of momentum or I hate using this word, but magic, so to speak, in this run with you've got senior laden guys, you've got a guy in Tim Elko. It just it feels a lot like the way Mississippi State's built up last year where it just took a perfect storm of things that don't always happen in your sport to happen. Now that the bullpen and the pitching staff is on this run, I mean, do you put any stock into the idea of destiny with this team? Oh, I don't know about destiny. I think momentum is a real thing because momentum is also another word for confidence, and and that's what they're playing with right now. Now, now look, they're they're going to face uh, uh, some better offensive clubs uh, in the College World Series than they faced in this Super Regional. They're going to have to they're going to have to hit. They're going to have to continue to hit and score and uh, and put pressure on teams the way they did uh, in Miami and, and in Hattiesburg. But I I think momentum uh translates to confidence and i think this team is really playing with a high level of confidence right now just uh, you know all over the place you know starters bullpen 
uh, offense, uh, they're they're in a good spot. All right, we'll leave it there. Parrish Alford, Ole Miss Baseball Insider, djournal.com, joining us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. He's he's covered Mike Bianco since day one. I think that was 2000. And, was 2001 the first season, Parrish? 2001 was his first season, and that actually was my last season uh, as the Mississippi State beat writer. We Got changed it. beats. Uh, okay. We changed beats in uh, the spring, and I picked up uh, Mike in his second year at Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, somebody just texted us, Parrish. Tell Parrish an old friend from high school said hi, Jimmy Allen. You know Jimmy? Jimmy Allen. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I remember Jimmy Allen. Always good to uh, hear those Denham Springs people checking in. Do you think uh, Auburn, or, or I don't even know if you've gotten this far. You're coming off probably getting home at midnight or one or something. Do you think Oregon State or Auburn's a better pull or not sure yet? I'm not sure. Uh, you, you know, I, I, it's just kind of it's interesting to see Ole Miss here and Auburn here. Auburn, you know, possibly a a, a college World Series uh, matchup. I, I, that's a, that's a throwback to the opening weekend of SEC play. I mean, Ole Miss won that series on the road, and it was kind of winning the series the way you thought Ole Miss was going to win games this year. They scored a lot of runs. Uh, they they gave up runs, but they outscored Auburn in two of those wins. I mean, those no, none of those games uh, in that series were like uh, two to one. You, you know, it was it was interesting, and and uh, and then I believe the next weekend was was Tennessee, and and you began to see this shell shocked uh, Ole Miss team that that really didn't compete well in that series, and and uh, it was a struggle. It was a struggle after that. We'll leave it there. Parrish Offer, djournal.com. Thanks, Parrish. Appreciate it, man. All right. Ole Miss advances to the College World Series and takes down Southern Miss 2-0. to zero. Um, Swept them, basically, in the Super Regional, and they didn't score a run. And I got to give it to Delucia and uh, Elliot as co-MVPs. They were both fabulous. There were other, I get it, there were other guys who, who did, who played well. But yeah, Southern had... No answer. No. None at the plate. No. And and you even when they, they threatened a couple of times, but I, I never once thought that Ole Miss wasn't going to win or win the series. But if you listened to the show last week, you knew that. Yep. So. It'll be interesting to see how this Ole Miss offense plays in a larger, more voluminous park, right? That, 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 that place, place is big. It'll swallow up fly balls that you don't think – like that would go out in Oxford. Many, yeah, many of them. Yeah, it's going to take mean, those Tim Elko gappers. That's going to be what it's going to be it. about. Yeah. That's it. Gap Play, hitting with yeah. a, with a bomb every now and then. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. That's true. You can make hay in the gap. Good grief. Um, a lot of grass out there in Omaha. And Ole Miss will play the winner of Oregon State and Auburn. So the Beavers versus War Eagle. Super. Like, Is that again a late? Start no, I don't think it's eight. quite as I don't think it's quite as late, but it is late. Okay. Yeah, I have to look it up. Okay. Is it more? Do you do you go with from a fifty thousand foot look? Do you go more with the idea that it's better to play a team that you know than a team you don't know? Mm. Or is this more like no. let's just play Oregon State because then there's not the predisposed idea that oh we've my. already beaten this team? Um, because you might go into the Auburn series thinking, well, we've beaten them twice, we can do it again. Maybe that makes you relaxed. Whereas with Oregon State, you're you're fully locked in. I don't know. 
So I've got a 6.30 game between Auburn and Oregon State. There you go. So Ole Miss fans will be watching that on ESPN2 tonight. Before that, UConn and Stanford will play at 3. So there you go. It's a little bit earlier. There you go. 6.30 Central tonight. Auburn versus Oregon State on the deuce. Only one home host from the Super Regionals has advanced. That's Texas A&M. How about that? Two more trying to do that tonight, Oregon State and Stanford. Get it. Out of bounds, ESPN 105 down the zone, driven by your next Ram truck. Jeep Grand Cherokee, Mack Hike and Flowood, MackHikeFlowood.com. Show is also brought to you by Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com. Jackson.MosquitoJoe, MosquitoJoe.com, Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com. And powered by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland, CypressDepot.com. The leader in Cypress and hardwoods in the southeast, CypressDepot.com.